Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the White Tail Lakes Podcast. We're all set up here down this creek bottom. Being Buck's been in here a bunch of times, so good chance to see him on him. Meh. Smoking. I think he just crashed, bro. <laughs> Absolute money, dude. It's 76 degrees out. We just set up 80 yards from a buck and killed him at 18 yards. Here we are. We're set up on a scrape that's been absolute fire for the last eight days. We know a shooter went in here to bed this morning. Matt. Get it? That was at eight, dude. That's at eight. Bucked out October 28th. Homies up for the rest of November. But absolutely incredible season. Both kills on hanging hunts, right on the beds. And just making it, making it happen. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming in your ear holes with episode six, I believe, of the Rutcation Podcast series. Um, let's get into the people that make this possible, and we'll get into the show. Um, starting off with Exodus, guys. Um, Exodus Outdoor Gear. They released a YouTube video today. If you are not following their YouTube, you should be. Um, some of the best whitetail content on the, uh, on the tube. Um, anyways, they released a uh, video today about daylight buck movement in the rut. And they went all the way throughout it and what the temps have an effect on that. They showed a bunch of uh, daylight bucks, what, what the temps were when they had the most daylight picks. Really interesting in it. And um, basically summed up that if you have those really low temps, 20s, uh, below freezing, um, there's a lot of bucks that are going to daylight that day. And it's going to be a very good day to be in the woods. 
Um, so shout out to uh, Exodus for putting on all this content. If you guys are in the market for arrows, um, over the render, the render bundle, any swag, check them out at exodusoutdoorgear.com. All right, let's get into the show. It is November 3rd, and it's hot as hell out there. Um, 72, I believe it got today, um, with a lot of wind. Went back in on the pinch, um, had everything already hung up in there. Man, it's nice getting into a tree that's already set up. Um, hung everything, or had everything hung, went in there. Seen a doe about 30 minutes after first light. Um, worked through on the neighbors on that pinch that I'm talking about, that water pinch that JoJo worked on the day before, or the morning before I missed my opportunity at him. Um, seen her go back in there, and then was a slow morning. Um, and I ended up setting to about 11.30. And the plan was, was go spot, spot and stock that other piece. Well, that was my plan. I got down, went and pulled a couple more cams, and they were dead just on the field edge cams, easy to get to with the wind, figuring that they were dead because of the, the high temps. Um, but went and pulled them anyways just to check, make sure I wasn't missing anything, and uh, even the does were nocturnal on the cams. So um, was about to go scout that piece, and I get a call from my wife. Classic. Um, I'm at the gas station. I'm out of gas. And I don't have my debit card. So I had to pack everything up and take her uh, money to the gas station so she could, uh, she could, you know, make it to wherever she wanted to go. And, and uh, she had just picked my middle kid up from school. He wanted to go with me. I'm like, that's cool. So I took him. We pulled some cams. We could just pop off the road and pull real quick. Nothing moving on them. Really, really slow cam movement. That's what I'm hearing for everybody. Um, scrapes are pretty well um, not in the game anymore. I mean, they're going to be going downwind of them. Um, so you can think about that, but they're not going to be um, hitting those scrapes near as frequently now. They'll be searching those does. Um, went in after that little scout mission and uh, went kind of towards where I thought that buck was Jojo was bedded as, as well as the other bucks that are in the area um, and went to a point where I know there's some doe bedding on um, and set up, you know, I, I don't own, I don't own, I don't have permission on the property to the south of this piece. And that's where all the timber is. I have like 50 yards off the edge, 60 yards. So I set about 30 yards into there and had about 35, 40 yards to the property line. And uh, there's a good scrape that had been worked that morning or last night, um, still wet. Um, and I could smell the buck on it. So I knew there was a buck that went through there and worked that scrape. Um, there was about a thigh size tree rub on, uh, one of, one of the rubs about 60 yards away on a tree. Um, so it's a big buck sign kind of working out of this bottom, right on the transition line where they could cruise downwind to that doe bedding area. So I decided that I was going to set up there Got back into the stand about three. Um, it took me 18 minutes to set my set, including my camera arm. Um, so that was four sticks, stand, camera arm, and then uh, checked my phone, and it had been 18 minutes. So that was pretty good. Um, set from, I was set up by three, so set from three till dark and did not see a deer. I could probably see 85 yards in one direction, probably 105 in the other. I also had an ag field that I could see quite a bit of, probably a 40-acre ag field, 
Um, I could see most of it, no deer out in it. On my cams, I did have one three-year-old, eight, decent on public daylight. Um, and then I had a bunch of does at the urban piece on the food plot. Um, Jury's always says, you know, when it warms up, they hit the greens again. Um, so they were all in the greens and they were there forever. That food plot's almost gone and they were there for a very, very long time. So um, that was the morning and the evening hunts. Um, I set nine out, a little over nine hours. I seen one doe. Um, so it is not popping out there. It's like a deja vu from when I recorded this a couple years ago for you guys and uh, kind of the same weather conditions and kind of the same, uh, same not seeing any deer. So tomorrow it looks like um, there's a chance of rain in the morning. That's not going to hold me back from going. Um, I got to make a plan on where I want to go. Uh, it, I might, I'll probably go in on Kings and hunt a cedar tree line on the, on the very north, um, back by corn. Um, see if I can catch anything that's slipping back through there. Uh, I think that would probably be a good bet. Um, I'll either hunt the east edge or the north edge. I'll have to decide when I get in there. I haven't hunt the north edge, so I might go to that. But uh, that'd be my safest bet to be able to get in and get out if it starts raining. Um, or I could go to the food plot and hunt, which had been pretty slow on kings there. So got some decisions to do. I thought about going and hunting one of my stands on an ag field. Just because like if it starts pouring down rain, I can get out um pretty quick, but I don't I don't want to bump any does off of that because I know there's gonna be does on it at nighttime, so I don't want to bump any does off of it. So don't think I'm gonna do that, but I'm still in the middle of deciding what I'm gonna do. But tomorrow evening, um I'll probably uh I don't know what I'm gonna do, guys. It's so tough out there not seeing any deer. And, you know, you don't want to burn your best sets because we do have, we have a cold front coming. And when you look at the, you look at your phone or with the weather, it doesn't seem like it's much, but it's going to go from to, to tomorrow morning, it's going to be 60. Um, and then after Saturday, Monday or Saturday morning, or I'm sorry, Sunday morning, it's going to be 41. So that's a 20 degree temp drop. Um, so that's coming for us. So looking, looking forward to that. And then it looks like uh, Saturday or Sunday, Monday. Uh, yeah, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday in the mornings are going to be really good um, in the morning and uh, be able to get out there and hopefully have some good encounters. It's also going to go from highs in the 70s to highs in the low 60s. Saturday it looks like the high is 57, so that that will definitely help the movement. It's not the best all-time weather that you can have for sure, but it's something that will get these bucks up and moving because it's a little bit, you know, 20 degree temp drop to the cold front, even though it's not that big digit cold front that we want to see. Then after that, gets right back up there in the 70s again, but. Friday, it finally hits um, on the 11th. It's going to be 30, 28, 28, 28, 26, 24. So that that Friday, Saturday, probably starting Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday in my vacation, that's going to be the best days I have for weather. So 
those would be all day sits trying to to catch a buck slipping um but like i said friday it's looking like some uh high winds and some some a lot of rain so we'll see how that plays out the wife and the mother-in-law are wanting to do some uh shopping at marshall's or something i think in peoria i'm not sure what they got going on but i might miss a midday for that uh but that's the plan um just kind of hunt the hunt the areas not burn out places and uh i I have kept one doe bedding area kind of left alone that i could get in on a south wind and hunt so i might i might try it um i also thought about trying to get in and uh, hunt the edge of that um the back door that pinch that these deer kept keep coming through in the daylight um but i've never been in there it's super thick so have to see what what that entails but that's that's going to wrap it up tonight i'm not going to call anybody tonight Uh, everybody i talked to seeing the same exact thing i am just real slow hot weather got them held down um just as a you know as if you should hunt update hunt the mornings for sure if you can but get out there in the evenings and try to make it happen (laughs) retley trying to record a podcast over here dude what are you doing (laughs) my kids making hella noise in the background um, but try to get out there in the afternoons if you can. Um, you can still have an encounter, still make something happen, but it's tough, man. So don't get burnt out. Good weather's coming. Just going to have to fight through it. Appreciate you tuning in all the way to the end. Love you guys. Always try to do the right thing. Try to leave a legacy, and Whitetail Legacy is out.